Three ain't enough, man. I need five. Yeah, five. Or at least two. This is the second in the two-parter. Hey, King. Or 12 hours of WrestleMania. So... And that was just the preview. So just like three hours of a podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, only two. Only two. We got in under two. Thanks again. Uh, you listened to part one hopefully yesterday, Thursday. It's Friday. Friday. The... It's Friday. <laughs> I'm so delirious right now. <laughs> the Mania Weekend is upon us. NXT tonight. A ton of phenomenal mini shows that we will run down at the end of this show. But we have... Gin and Tonics with Doug tonight? Yeah, yeah. We have Nick from the Undercard Podcast back for the second part of our two-parter. We're going to be talking about NXT TakeOver New York. We're going to be talking about WrestleMania and all 15 matches <laughs> Oh my god, so card. much. And that's why this is a two-parter. Because, Ugh. thank you Vince McMahon for everything. God damn it. This is Heel Turn Radio with Nick from the Undercard Podcast bringing you the second part of our Heel Turn Mania Weekend Special. Baron Corbin forever. The Lone Wolf. <laughs> Ow! God, I don't love him as much as everyone. Bow, bow, chicka, bow, mania. Back in overtime as usual. We're doing that overtime, but not getting paid any extra. This is Heel Turn Radio, the WrestleMania weekend special with Nick on from the Undercard Podcast. Five spectacular, opulent matches at NXT TakeOver New York. Whew. Man, this is... It's a, it's a sprint to the NXT show every year. And, well, the... Uh, <laughs> This is a collective sandwich with all of the other shows that are going on. The bread this year, uh, that top slice of NXT is so good. War Raiders. It just gets better. Every yeah. every takeover just gets better and better. Eventually it's got to peak, right? Yeah, I, we keep I mean, saying that, but it, but it does. War Raiders taking on the winners of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic at Alistair Black and Ricochet for the Tag Team Champions, and that's the that's the opening match. It's not even the match I'm most excited about, and I'm more excited <laughs> about it than 90% of WrestleMania. Yes. Yes, absolutely, for sure. Uh, this entire card is just title match after title match after title match, That, yeah. and every single one as you go up the card further towards the main event, it's like, oh, that's good. Uh -huh. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that's even better. You know, and then my wife looks at me and goes, are you okay? And like, good thing I'm sitting down or this show would be canceled. Yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. You know, because you're like, oh, yeah. Like, good thing oh. this is radio. 
Hanson and Rowe versus Alistair Black Rickshaw. That's amazing. Then you're like, oh, what's the second match of the card? Oh, Pete Dunne versus Valter for the UK Championship? That's my that's my pick for, for match of the night. Yeah. For my personal match. And I have not seen Walter actually wrestle a match yet. Oh. Um, you are you. in for a street team, my friend. <laughs> yes. I know of Walter, and I know of the chops of Walter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not actually had the opportunity to see him wrestle a full match. So this is this is the match that I am looking forward to more than any of the others. And that's hard to say considering what else is on this card. Yeah. He is a walking, talking Austrian tank. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because in the first segment, um, I had uh, NXT UK on in the background as we're talking. Nice. And they have the, the segment with him and Pete Dunne in the ring. And it's just like, this guy is just a mountain. Yeah. Like, Unbelievable an mountain. I cannot wait for this. I mean, here's how good NXT TakeOver New York is. The third match of the night, not the fourth match, not the closer the third match of the night is a two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT championship between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. Baby. Oh, good lord. Yeah. If that is not like an indie wrestling fan's wet dream. What is? I yeah. don't know what it, what else would be. Well, I think, unfortunately, they're going to toy with our emotions again. And Johnny Wrestling... Is gonna walk away with nothing. Really? You think so? I do. Really? I, I think I think WWE loves so much to uh, toy with toy with that idea, and that Adam Cole will walk out with the belt. Wow. And I think one I mean, of the, having... I think one of the ways they can do it, the reasons why, is because they can continue to build until Ciampa gets back. Because will Does it Ciampa really mean back? as much unless he takes it off of Ciampa? That's fair, but, but does he does he come back? That's the, that's oh, the million-dollar question. That's a good question. Right yeah, it's a tough question. You know, I mean, I, Ciampa is one of our favorites. Our friend Randy, he's yeah. one of his oh, yeah. indie favorites. Um, and, and I think that we've... I think that we've gotten real lucky. You know, like, honestly, we got Daniel Bryan back. The only person we've really, yeah. really lost to that neck injury taking them out is Edge. I was going to say Edge, absolutely, yeah. And that was sudden and catastrophic. Nigel But how many many more years did we get Nigel after he was first, like, they were saying there was issues? Same thing with Stone Cold, same thing with Kurt Angle, same thing, you know, like, I feel like we've gotten lucky over and over again, and that's a, it's a terrible thing to confront, and I hope upon hope that that is not the case for Tomato Champa because I think that he right. has I know they, Tomato Champa they had the doctor on <laughs> usually I'm the one who fucks your hands up that's still my gig <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura yeah you were saying they had the doctor on no they had the doctor on and I believe he said something like he'd say he had like Three major surgeries, two of them neck surgeries Yikes. in like under a year and a half. Oh. And he said, this is just unprecedented. And I'm like, man, this, yeah, he's, he, Trump mentioned something about being on borrowed time after this. And I'm like, like I, I said exactly what you said to Tim. We've gotten really lucky with a lot of these guys being able to come back minus Edge. Is this when it all comes due? Like, yeah. is this, is this the guy that we end up not getting? Or even if he does come back, how much is left? How much can he go? 
Yeah. You know, are we going to, we're not going to get another 10 years of Tommaso Ciampa awesomeness. No. Like, I, I, I just don't think that's, I, I love it. And yeah. I hope to God I'm wrong, but it just, it sucks. But I don't know if, I don't know if we're going to see a huge run yeah. with him. You know, he's got a family, he's got a kid on, you know, now. And it's like, yeah. that kind of stuff changes perspectives and whatnot. So, I would love to see a return, and I think, you know, what you guys said was right, you know, Johnny Gargano winning means more if he wins it off of Champa than anybody else. Yeah. Do you think if he loses, you can instantly plug him into a program with Cole, and because Cole's so good, you can get the same type of mileage out of that? I think you can get a lot of mileage out of it, and I was going to say um, that the consolation of Adam Cole being our NXT championship, your champion, is not exactly a bad consolation prize. No. Um, but, um, you know, yeah, kind of just reading between the lines as far as what's happening next, I've heard the, the, the rumblings of Gargano staying in NXT for up to another year, and it's, I think him having nuts. a long run with that title would be a great way to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and Undisputed Era is so good. Um, I, I cannot see them staying in NXT a lot longer. I think they've got to be they've got to be a call-up. And Tim and I had kind of a fantasy booking moment of uh, having Adam Cole confront Kofi Kingston on Tuesday. Um, yeah. It's kind of a New Day, Undisputed Era kind of face-off. That's, yeah. uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my mark-out moment of the night for everything that you said. Right. And, and I've enjoyed a lot of it. I mean, to me, that's the thing that I feel like Gargano. The perfect way, in my mind, if you if you if Champ is on borrowed time, the perfect thing would be to have Johnny Gargano stay in NXT, and stay NXT champion until Champa comes back, giving him a title shot. You don't think they'll have to put that belt on Matt Riddle at some point? Matt Riddle's in yes. the NXT yes. North American Championship against Dream after this, baby. But then, are you going to treat the North American title and your and your world title the same? I think that they already are. Which is weird, but I agree. I, I do think they I treat love them that. Identical. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed completely. Well, do they even call it a world title? Or they just call it a heavyweight title. It's the NXT Championship. It's right, because of, Vince doesn't like belts or titles. Yeah. He likes championships. Right. I mean, speaking yeah, of... He, he barely... T- Dream defending against Matt Riddle. So that's another guy... I, I just look at Velveteen Dream and I'm like, oh, how has he not had that belt? He had it. He, well, he has a belt now, but how does, how does he not... How has he oh, not the sniffed belt. the belt? Yeah, yeah. Right. But I, I think... Right. You gotta have Riddle work him, and then you gotta call him up after WrestleMania. Riddle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think you gotta call Dream up. Yes. And you have R- Riddle that's, win the belt. That's on my short list. Because I think if Lesnar's gonna stick around, Ugh. I don't know if anyone saw saw the uh, comments Riddle said like a month ago. He was basically like, "I'm gonna be the guy who retires Brock Lesnar." He's like, Dude, I'm not. The sooner than later in my book. Yeah, he, he's like, he's like, you it's know. not a joke. I'm not, I'm not being speaking hyperbole. He's like, I've done everything he's done. I'm doing everything he did. I'm just doing it the long way around. And I was a better MMA fighter than he is. Uh, I just got my career shortened because of politics, 
And in the end, I want to be a better professional wrestler than him. He's already a better professional wrestler than Brock Lesnar. So I would love, I would love to see Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar. Because it'd be one of those things where... the only match that I would want to see Brock Lesnar have in WWE still. Agreed. For that me, it's one of those things where one. if Lesnar got into a Lesnar, I don't want to do things mood, Matt Riddle's a guy who could go, oh, if you don't want to do business, I can make you do business. Right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, it, because I think we've what we've seen a lot from Lesnar is, unless it's someone he's friends with, he just doesn't give a shit. Or if he feels he can make money. Right. Like, I felt like right. he gave a shit with the punk feud because they were friends. I feel like I felt right. like he felt like he could make money with Reigns after the first match, and he felt like he could make yep. money with Cena. But, like, you look at that right. fucking Dean Ambrose feud, he oh shit on that. He was just like, I'm not doing anything with this. Yeah, it was clear. It was so obvious that it just made... A bad match even worse. And he could have made Braun Strowman. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And instead he was just kind of like, yeah, fuck you, big man. I'm not really, I'm not down with this. Yeah. Right. Well, as we've learned, Braun Strowman. That that Lesnar does not stay. Yeah. After Mania. I I, I know I've I've heard both ways, but God, I hope he goes away. I agree. Well, this is makes the heart grow fonder with Brock. Not for me. When he goes away, I'm a lot happier. He is an attraction. Right. And an attraction should right. not hold your fucking belt. Exactly. That is 100%. I could handle a little bit of Brock now and again if he wasn't the champion. I could stomach it at least a little bit more. It'd be a little bit more palpable if he was the, the one holding the belt and everybody on Raw isn't fighting for anything. Like, there's, there's no prize. There's no top prize. Yeah. Well, they've devalued their secondary titles to a point of ridiculousness. They've devalued their tag right. team titles. The only titles that matter on their shows are the women's titles. And the reason they yeah. matter is because the competitors involved have made them matter. Right. The belts don't matter more than the competitors. The competitors should matter more. They should make the belts. And the women involved right. in those matches have made those belts matter. It's a true story. Absolutely. And it's crazy that that's, I mean, it's great for the women's division. It's absolutely phenomenal. But, you know, it, it's, it shows you how far the, the or, or how crappily the men's division has fallen. Yeah. Whereas, you know, they, they, they were given that head start as far as having credibility with the titles. You know, with the, the fiasco of the Divas belt and all that crap. You know, they were starting from, you know, 50 yards ahead, and they still crapped the bed. Yeah. I mean, speaking of echoing the main event for WrestleMania, Shayna Baszler, champion, fatal four-way for the NXT Women's Championship, headlining NXT New York, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, yes, please, Kyrie Sane, fatal four-way. <laughs> Good Lord. I mean... I am as excited for this, if not more, than the triple threat for the for the both women's titles in the main event of Mania. I agree. Really, really. Oh yeah, I this I, I, this has to me has all the makings of being absolutely spectacular. 
Yes, I, that I agree with 100%. I'm very, very... I didn't realize that this one was headlining TakeOver, yeah. um, but I'm very happy to find that out. Um, I, I, What do you think? I, do you think that the Four Horsewomen, the, the original Four Horsewomen, are finally going up? I think so. I mean, I think at the end I of Mania... So. At the end of Mania, to have the optics of the like original the NXT four horsewomen versus the other four horsewomen standing tall at the end of Mania, that's a license to print money right there. I and and, and I think you've got Bianca Belair who you can plug right in as your next you can you can go either way with her. I think she could be the I think she could be the next rock. Because I think she could be a great heel. Yeah. Or she could be a crazy over babyface. Yeah, she she can do it all athletically. She's great on a microphone, and then I think what you've got in Shirai and um, Sane. Sane is you basically have younger, potentially more marketable versions of Oscar, um, Oscar, yeah. which is unfortunate because I feel like they shit the bed with Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, a point of contention among us uh, between Tim and I. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I think Shane has got to go up to the main roster, and especially if Ronda's leaving, if she is taking that that, that leave and walking away for a bit, um, you plug Shane right into that MMA badass role, you know, and I don't think you skip much of a beat at all. Plus, she's got some of the best theme music in all of wrestling, <laughs> no doubt. Oh, that music is is. Is a banger for sure. She's the Filipino Dave of NXT. Ah. Which, if you're playing Book It right now, that is their analog for Samoa Joe. No Simpy. So, no Simpy. <laughs> Filipino Dave. No Simpy. So, I want to switch up to the main card and talk a little bit about the pre-show. Oh, 12 hours of WrestleMania. There is... Pump it up. There's 15 matches. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, on the WrestleMania card. Oh, God. And I'd like to let you know that there's only three that are going to be on the pre-show. Wow. 12 matches on the main card. So, pre-show. Yeah. Pre-show, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. Buddy Murphy holding the uh, Cruiserweight Championship right now. Why the fuck does 205 not get any love? Those matches have been goddamn gold. Phenomenal. They've been phenomenal. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, 205 Live's playing right now on my TV back here. I'm watching the whole feud between Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese. I'm like, this is, this so is good. gold. This it's is so incredible. Good. It's one of the best. I mean, I, and I say this, I think, regularly. It The top of that card to the bottom of that card, there's some of the best storyline work being done in all of WWE and they still get the shaft yeah 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 I, I don't get it it's it's beyond it's beyond my comprehension at this point they're small yes yeah exactly I don't care how many abs they have how many pounds do they have can they wear a cape and be called Mighty Mouse <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, oh that gimmick's gonna get used at some point again yeah yeah. Oh, it has to. You gotta re. You gotta. You gotta recycle that shit. Both the battle royals being put on the pre-show. The women's boil, battle royal for the women's battle royal trophy apparently now 
And then the Andre the oh, Giant. Oh, the one that looks like ovaries. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and that's, then, what, that's what my wife said when she saw it. We were, we're watching uh, Raw or SmackDown this week, and we're sitting there, and they showed the trophy, and it's got the red streamers coming down yeah. off it, which is completely yeah. unsubtle as possible. She goes, is it just me, or does the women's trophy look like a uterus and ovaries? Yeah, it does. Subtle. And I was like... And I said, with the red, with the red tassels hanging down off it. I said, subtlety is not Vince's forte. <laughs> no, you know, not, I wouldn't have been surprised if it just said the vagina title. Yeah, only if it had a hand coming out of it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't have surprised me either. Yeah. Uh, also, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which apparently we're using the uh, the accent over the E for Andre the Giant now. But apparently that's the thing. Um, I, I I can't get hyped up about either of those those battle royals. Nothing good has come out of them, and and I'd rather just I'd rather just skip to the main card. Uh, I agree. I mean, they they've proven that they they don't care about the winner. Nothing's gonna happen. And the man, the, the Andre the Giant battle royal is at this point um, only to be used to further the Braun Strowman Saturday Night Live thing that's going on. That's not even worth talking. Yeah. About. Yeah. So. It's insane. Yeah. Um, Proof again, man. don't shit on other people's families. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match for the, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, I think we'll do, uh, in the interest of time, and because I want to have kind of a big, uh, big wrap-up favorite match as you're looking forward to, I'm just going to run down the card. Your predictions... Uh, King and Nick on this. I will also give my own. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos, who are current champions, going up against The Bar. Against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. What? Against Ricochet and Aleister Black, who are apparently getting all of the Tag Team Championship uh, things. Yeah, they got double duty that weekend. Yeah, this yeah. weekend. Nick, a, your, your predictions, something. sir? I'm, I'm, saying the, I'm saying the Usos retain. I'd love to see Aleister Black and Ricochet, but I think this is just kind of a step for them to move on and do their singles thing at some point soon. And yeah. the Usos are just epic at this point, so yeah. I'm sticking with them. Good call, Us. King? I gotta go with Us, Us. Yeah, good call, Us. Uh, Us, Fatal four-way... I, I mean, I'm... I want... My heart says please give something to Nakamura and Rusev to do, but I feel like both of those guys are just cash and paychecks until they're they're done with their contracts. Um, and so let's make it a triple oos. Let's make it a triple oos. What the hell? Uh, fatal four-way tag team match for the women's tag team championship. Boston Hug Connection, uh, Bailey Sasha Banks champions versus the Iconics, uh, the greatest tag team with two eyes in their names versus Nia Jackson Tamina versus the Divas of Doom, which I don't know why they can't call them by their old tag team name. Beth Phoenix stepping back into the ring and Natalia. Do we have a nostalgia win here, or do we have something new? I think if Beth Phoenix is here for a while, I wouldn't be surprised. But if this is just a one-off, I, I'm going with the Iconics. Even though I can't stand them, I'm going with the Iconics. King? Oh, it's such a tough thing. Because I would really like the Divas of Doom to win. But I think they're really just there to be able to occupy and show feats of strength against Tamina, who is really one of the most mediocre wrestlers in the history of wrestling. 
and Nia Jax, who was always one step away from really hurting someone. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think Bailey and the Boss retain. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna throw this out there. I think it's Divas of Doom. They win and they put Nia Jax and Tamina into a program with them so that they can show that they're the new tough ladies. I have a wow. reasoning for my right. prediction. I'll get to it when we get to the main event. Oh. I just got a, I got a, I got a quick, uh, quick trivia question that yeah. I, I want to throw out to you guys on the, with this match. If you had to pick who the oldest competitor in this match is, who, who would you naturally select? Who would to, be your first choice? My guess would be Tamina. It is. And that, that shocked the crap out of me, to be honest with you, that she is older than, than Beth Phoenix. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I I always got the impression Beth the Phoenix more, you know. was smart and got out, and right. Tamina's like I, Tamina's like your friend who doesn't know what they want to do with their life, so they're still working at like, <laughs> so they're still working at like Shopco until they figure life out. I really I really hope that you were saying <laughs> you're gonna say Radio Shack. I don't know why, but you're like you know I might go to art school. I don't know. Um, I know you know Steve and I are never gonna get married. But oh, I damn. just don't feel like I feel like we're in a good good enough place. So, and you know, <laughs> Shotco, <laughs> they're paying me like nineteen bucks an hour. I've been there for ten years, so I might as well just ride it out. Wow, we wow wow. <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. Yeah. So, uh, how about uh, singles match? <laughs> Angles farewell. Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin. Fuck. Is there... Shoot me in the face. Yeah. Moving on. Now, Shane McMahon. Would it not be the <laughs> best? Before, if... we get, before we throw this one in the dumpster. Yeah. Um, there, there, there's been the... Uh, somebody's posted out there with good sources, and you know, take this with a grain of salt, that the program has been sent to the printer with a match on the car that is not currently advertised. Uh, one can hope. And Cena, Cena is scheduled for a match... I would, I would be all about Cena versus Angle. That I was going to say, would, it, would that not be the best if Jern Tater Salad just came out, AA'd uh, Baron Corbin, Constable Corbin, and then was like... Ruthless aggression. Yeah. If, he came, if he came out as Doctor of Thugonomics oh, and yes. we went old school, that's what I need in my life. Save yeah. Mania... That's, the, that's how we fantasy booked it on a, on the show that Tim and I did. I said Baron Corbin gets beat up in the back, and next to Baron Corbin's fallen body, you just see two brass knuckles that say "Word Life." Oh, and god! Then, and, and then it's the basic thugonomics. It's basic thugonomics. You know, John doesn't have to go full heel or, or full full thugonomic. Just just the throwback music or something. Uh, and, oh, uh, and shitty! With, uh, so with shitty Nike smile Abby. on his face, wearing the jersey, yeah. big chain. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be the greatest thing in the history of all. And wear place. a Pittsburgh jersey. Oh, so you think you're untouchable? Oh, yes. see that, that's that's how I would fantasy book that right there. So yeah, which means I, I, it'll I, I never still... happen. We will be disappointed as hell. Oh God, Baron, it's so good. Baron Corbin will defeat Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle will go out six minutes. looking up at the lights. Yep, in six minutes. If it's, if it's six minutes, that's enough time to go to the bathroom and get a snack. That's so. true story. And you'll need it here on the 18-hour <laughs> WrestleMania card. <laughs> if Speaking you don't, of, it'll be like a hunger strike. 
Uh, Shane McMahon versus The Miz. False oh, count anywhere. Fuck. I don't care. Honestly, this match does nothing for me. I like Miz face a little bit. Yeah. They're going to go Miz Daniel Bryan at some point. I soon. love Miz in general. But I'm, yeah. I don't like, I don't like heel Shane. I think it's just, it's, it's forced. It's tired. And yeah. It, yeah, it, it does nothing for me. What's the whole, Shane is a heel. It's just so campy. And yeah. every, his promos the last couple of weeks have been so bad. Um, it's 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 awful. Speaking <laughs> of tired, well, uh, speak, I'm just going to point I think, out. I think Miz clearly wins. Though. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm enjoying Miz's face turn. He's got a lot of passion, and yes. he looks like he's act. I mean, I do agree. I think we get Miz and Daniel Bryan at some point. Just roles reversed. Right. And my, which, my wife asked me why they turned Miz face because he's such a good heel, and I was like, it's got to be for, Brian. for the Miz Daniel Bryan match. It has to be. My guess is like SummerSlam probably. Um, That'd be great. Be but I, uh, I need this to be. It, it can't be. It can't be close. Shane needs to take no. a beating because uh, he's yeah. such an unbelievable. His offense is so terrible. Ain't gonna happen. Oh my god! Has anybody thrown uglier punches in the history of professional? The Rock, but not by much. Besides me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can name some other people, but we don't want to talk about that on, on the air. Because, <laughs> oh, oh. Um, but I think that they—I I completely agree. This Shane heel run is one of the worst, most contrived things possible. <laughs> if they would have just kept them in both faces and then lost, and it would have been something like Shane was like, "We gave it our best," and they stayed buddies. I would have—I would have yeah. enjoyed that. Um, what was the? We talked about this before on the podcast when. Ryback and Curtis Axel split up. Mm-hmm. It was done so well because there was no huge like backstab split. It was literally like, "Hey, I'm gonna go be a singles wrestler now." Oh, right. Okay, I I'm gonna go be a singles wrestler now too. Hey, good luck, man. I've always got your back. Hey, man, thanks. I've always got right. your back. Hug. Like it, it proved the, the end. The end. It was like, oh, you know what? That doesn't always have to end in a feud. It could end as like right. we're always going to be tight. We're just you know splitting up because we're moving in a different right. direction. You don't need a Marty and a Sean. And it, I, and it's I, okay to do that every once in a while. That is okay. And I think there was so it was so forced to begin with that they were tagging that this just feels ten times worse. Correct. So I agree. Yeah. Fuck you, so, Shane McMahon. Yeah, this is fuck you, Vince yeah, McMahon. Yeah. Speaking of, how about Triple H versus Batista, huh? Oh, give me what I want! <laughs> no holds barred match. If Triple H loses, he must retire from entering competition. Yes, please. Which I thought he did. I thought he said, "I am not going to be a regular competitor." So I, I, I guess I got my fingers uh, crossed uh, behind my back because uh, I'm the game. Uh. I, I just want to. I don't understand why they added the Triple H career on the line because I don't I don't see him losing. No, because the match had no I mean, stakes. Yeah. What? Because the match had no stakes. I, I don't no, think. I mean, I, I think with Dave Batista, it's hard for people to have any stakes with him because everyone just goes, "Oh, look, it's Drax the Destroyer." I, I think his. Hey, so, wait, not for long. He's going to be a serious. <laughs> Uh, does, does Triple H come out as Thanos for his entrance? Oh. Does he have? Does he have to at this point? That'd be kind of great. 
Only if you could trans. Only if you could put his hot dog neck on his chin. <laughs> Will that work? <laughs> All right, hey, Nick, I just want to let you know I'm retiring from Heel Turn Radio uh, because that was the greatest suggestion of all time. You and King have a great run. I, we 185 episodes. It was good. Maybe 106 we turn this into a, a, a two-parter, but uh, I hope you guys will be very happy together. Uh, Man, was, you know what they say about a blind squirrel and a nut? Yeah. That's, that's me right here. That's beautiful. Oh, my, my dad actually said that on a regular basis. He's from Texas. Do you think that Triple H has a job here? No, no, I think no. That they, they did the whole thing with Triple H has never beaten Batista. And there's two things that we've learned. Demon Finn doesn't lose and Triple H doesn't lose. True story. So, I, I'm, go, I'm going with Triple H. I, I, this has the potential, I think, to be a sneaky, fun match. Um, if I they love, let I it be. Triple yeah. H in his, in his prime. So, I'm, I'm, if they, I don't know, I, I just, there's something about it that kind of makes me kind of excited. I don't know, maybe it's just Triple H's entrance, because he always gets a good one. Do you yeah. think this will be uh, kind of like Triple H and Daniel Bryan a couple years ago, where we we saw, like, dragon suplexes, and where it was just, like, basically, like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, I do this once a year, yeah. let's do it. Where's the middle of the card? Let's just go crazy. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's kind of what we're, what I'm hoping for out of this, is two guys who just realize that they're, they're doing this for fun. You know, there's there's no titles on the line. They're not they're not pre- uh, propping up the company. You know, they're not the man. It's just in the, like you said, in the middle of a twelve match card. I also um, and there's the kind of the pressure's off. So fuck it, let's just do it and I see al- what happens. I also got the distinct impression that like when Triple H had that match with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, that afterwards he went backstage and looked at Batista and Randy Orton and was like, "Follow that, bitches." <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of feel like he and Dave Batista might do the same thing. They might go out there and be right. like, well, we're not young anymore, so let's just go out there and do a bunch of insane shit. Let's just do an indie-style yeah. match for no fucking reason. And what's Vince <laughs> going to do, yell at us? Because my ass is getting right. a plane back so, to Hollywood, and you basically run the place. So Right. That's and that's what I'm thinking, and that's what I'm hoping. So I'm, I've got my fingers crossed that this is one of those matches that kind of everybody groans at when they first hear about it. And then it ends up being something that's really fun. And, and then they groan out it in a fun so, way later. They go, when they first hear about it, they go, ah. And then when it's over, they go, ah. Uh. <laughs> well, let's look at it this exactly. way. Even this match right now is only the halfway point of Oh, Jesus Christ. Because there's oh, seven matches we haven't talked ah! Seven matches. So, here's a fun thing. Um, I don't get to watch this on Sunday. Oh no! Uh, Tim, and, Tim and I are on the road uh, oh. working, so we are going into social media lockdown about six o'clock PM Sunday, and I have to marathon NXT WrestleMania into Monday Night Raw on Monday. Whoa, so, Well, my yeah, my so, best wishes for you to avoid all spoilers. Indeed, uh, I've done I've done pretty well the last five years that I've been doing this. Yeah. Um. So. The only thing I accidentally caught Twitter last year, and I saw the Hardys, or two years ago when the Hardys came back, I saw. Uh, I saw that. That was it. That was the only spoiler for the past few years. So you know, yeah. thoughts and prayers for me for a you know a, a Monday that doesn't kill me. Absolutely, sir. <laughs> Yikes. So let's get to the second half of WrestleMania. Sweet second mother of God. AJ Styles <laughs> versus Randy Orton. This is a singles match. One of scheduled for two. One fall. Two singles matches scheduled for one fall. 
that do not have some stipulation or belt or gimmick or hootie booty. It's just AJ Styles saying, uh, I remember when I was, what did he say? He had the sickest burn on Randy Orton. And it was basically like, oh, yeah. I remember when, you know, I was, you know, in the, the bingo halls wrestling when you were um, in the military uh, getting discharged for like, uh, you know, like a band, you know, like going AWOL. And I was yep. like, holy shit. This, it was good. This has been one of the best quick builds yeah. to a match. I gotta be honest with you, I'm looking time. forward to it. Yeah, the, the burn that uh, that Randy had, or he said, um, you know, he, uh, AJ called Randy RKO, the, the, the knockoff diamond cutter, and Randy looks at him and goes, oh, you wouldn't know anything about stealing from the past. He kind of does the click sign and kind of looks at it. Uh, and then on, uh, on SmackDown, uh, AJ said, yeah, I was in the indies all those years while you were in uh, WWE for 20 years failing drug tests. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So good. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus, I, this, okay, now I'm excited for these two to fight. Yeah. Well, we know when, when the human thumb is engaged, he's good. He can be good, and AJ always brings it. So the human thumb. Yeah. <laughs> he should have said, I was putting on five-star matches while you were shitting in Divas' bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, I, I was surprised that that didn't come up. I was hoping for that one. <laughs> oh. Woof. The other singles match with no stipulation on the card or belt on the Oh, sorry. Championship on the line. God damn it! Uh, the invisible Drew McIntyre taking on Roman Reigns. In the feel-good, I would assume Roman Reigns destroys... The former chosen one after they built him up and then completely knocked him back down. I don't get this match. I I no. think it could be a good match. I don't. I, I like both of these guys. I just don't understand what the what. I don't. I just don't. Uh, for me, the build didn't connect with yeah. me. No. I don't know. I, for whatever reason, it just didn't. It, I I have no. I have no like for this match I have no, nothing invested no investment in this match yeah this is purely pulling at your heartstrings that's all it is yeah Drew just yeah, yeah and I yeah Drew just got the short end of the the, the short straw in the back because they could have they could have they could have fed Dolph or anybody else to Roman it right. doesn't really matter uh, it's just they needed a big guy to do it so you know and I right. agree they've got something in Drew McIntyre and I just yes, they just seem yes. They're just wasting. Yeah, they just seem bound and determined to screw yeah. it up. I would love to see Drew actually win this one. I would, I would love it. I mean, I, I like Roman. He's, he's, he's who he is. You know, he's never going to be anything other than that. But you know, we know he's going to end up being the face of the company again at some point soon. Um, but I would love Drew to win this one. I think that would be fun. I would fun love sport. for Roman to go to SmackDown, be with the Usos, give yes. him some, get, make him fun. I think mean, that's the thing. Yes. If you're not going to turn him heel, let him run around with the Usos. Usos be Usos. Be Usos together. Be Usos. Be three Usos together, so they can have fun. So he can look like he's having fun. Because when he looks like he's having fun, it it translates really well. Yeah. And that then is the very let, well said. I agree with that. Because when he looks like he's a puppy in headlights, because the crowd is shitting on him, he just looks disengaged. 
and then give Drew McIntyre something to do. You know, give him a and yes. let him beat Brock Lesnar. You want to make him the guy? Have him be the guy who kicks the shit out of Brock Lesnar. He's big enough oh, to do it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Hey, we only have six more matches to go, gang. I'm already tired, and I haven't I'm, even watched wrestling. I'm laying yeah. on the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just laying on the ground <laughs> yeah. at this point. I'm just on the floor. Uh, another match that I feel uh, I didn't, I guess I just didn't connect with the build, even though I think it could be amazing. U.S. Championship Mysterio challenging against Samoa Joe. Filipino Day has got to win this match. I I mean, what do you think about this, Nick? Well, I mean, from what I've heard, Ray hurt himself against the Cor- against Corbin on on Tuesday. Ugh. And it is t- it is legitimately in question whether this match actually happens. Ugh. But I just I I Could... know what they're Ray can still go. I think he's put on some really fun stuff. Yeah. Him and Andrade have had incredible matches. Absolutely. Uh, recently. But Samoa Joe has been so poorly used, yeah. along with you know a plethora of talent that we could spend days talking about. And he finally has the championship, and this guy just needs to go on a tear. Yeah, I mean we need we need we need TNA Samoa Joe. Yeah, and I honestly wish it was him and Kurt in that final match. Oh, that would be amazing! Oh, that'd be good. I would love that. What if you moved the card around with Mysterio's injury, and you got Angle and Joe? And you got Cena and Owens. Yeah. That's the best case scenario, I think. <laughs> or even you get Cena and Joe. Yeah. That could be cool. Since I mean, they came in together. Intrigued. Yeah. Uh, to me, Smo Joe, no Simpy versus Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle should win the United States Championship and they should retire that motherfucker. Because they don't do anything go. with it. Send him off for the sunset. Not- I don't care. <laughs> That would be great. What, you what could bring too. back the European Championship and actually have it be defended by all of the people that you've hired from Europe. You know, hey, like there you go. There's a so much good international stuff that you could do with that. Right. <laughs> I mean, you not until Brexit's a, complete. Obviously. What's that? Yeah. I said you could bring back a TV title if you wanted. Yeah. You know, there's the options are so. There's, there's so many options, but like you said earlier, you know they ruined the U.S. title. They yeah. they destroyed it, and you know I don't know if there's a lot that you can come back from it because even Samoa Joe holding it doesn't seem important. Yeah. Speaking of Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor, I agree with you. Demon Finn don't lose. <laughs> they got to put the IC title back no. on him because I just I can't. Bobby Lashley is like the most vanilla dude ever. It just, <laughs> yes. I, I just, I cannot, I literally, I can't engage with him. I even when they're putting him with other people and having mouthpieces, having uh, having people do dirty work for, I, I just like, I don't, I don't understand that resigning. It's not like when you looked at all of the numbers that he did back in the day, that he was this huge draw. So why, aside from Vince McMahon loves big sweaty men, do you rehire (laughs) Bobby Lashley, the only man that I know that actively has to wear a headband 
to avoid sweating in his eyes so much that he can't see during a match. <laughs> and then you put the IC title on him. Oh, God. The closer we get to the top of the card... Put it on him twice. Yeah, the closer we get to the top of the card, the more I'm like, oh, God, I have WrestleMania fatigue and I haven't even watched these matches. <laughs> I, yeah, know, yeah. Bobby I, had a run. It was uh, called I just, Impact. Oh, I just want to see Finn Balor just... Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Bobby had a run in Impact, and he was good. He was interesting. Right. He was entertaining. I just think that WWE looks at him as Brock Lesnar light. They don't get it. And that's yeah. fine. Then just don't... Then let's move on. Your experiment failed. You've got Finn Balor. He's over like Rover. Put the belt back on him. He's over no matter what you do to quash that. Yeah. He still gets over. He is that is incredible. That is a testament to what he's what he's done to connect with the fans. Yeah. Uh, he and has. We finally get Demon Balor at Man Media, which is oh, that's going to be fantastic. I hope that they don't have him wear the uh, sloppy mop top. Uh, <laughs> I I hate that shit. Like, let him just uh, have his goddamn hair. And put the you can put the streamers on his arms or whatever you want to do, but like the weird like I'm cleaning the the high school cafeteria thing on his head, and the like shitty coils that you can buy at the the freaking auto repair shop for a dollar. Come on, man! Like they can do the Jack the Ripper thing again. That was awesome. the Jack the Ripper thing. Was any of his freaking entrances from New Japan? Or that he yes. did over in Britain. Yeah. You know, any of that, yep. the Hannibal Lecter, the Joker, any of that. Oh, God. The one the amazing. one he did at Wrestle Kingdom 10, where he came out of the coffin, was one yeah. of my abs all-time favorites. So sick. But I, I kind of look at WWE as, like, my dad. Like, anything <laughs> that I thought was cool goes yeah. there and just instantly is no longer as cool as I remember it. Becomes yeah. the Golf Channel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But uh, I am excited to see the entrance. I think it's going to be epic. I've been waiting for it since he signed with WWE. Yeah. So I'm holding out some hope that it's at least as... I mean, we don't have The Undertaker this year to give us, you know, the long, drawn-out, cool entrance. So Finn's got to be the one to do it, right? Amen, brother. I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, Finn, Demon Finn doesn't lose. I think yeah. the, the point of that. Hey, speaking of your dad and how he can ruin anything, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. <laughs> if, if, if Rollins doesn't win, I quit. I agree. I... Well, hey, let's hope that let's hope that he loses. I can get my job back on Heel Turn Radio. Uh, I I'll let you it. back in with open arms. Yeah, King will take me back. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. We won't spoil it for you. But if you have a if you have a termination letter in the mail on Monday after WrestleMania, it means that uh, Seth Rollins has uh, has lost. I, uh, I, I laid out a scenario on the, on the episode Tim and I did. I saw somebody else post it, so it wasn't my doing, but I thought it was intriguing, and I'm gonna I want to lay it out to you guys and see what you think. Yeah, lay it on, us, brother. Um, this kind of spo- kind of spoils my pick for for the uh, the Kofi Daniel Bryan match, but I don't think I don't think that's a shock anybody that Kofi wins. Yeah. And you know, there's a big okay. celebration. Everybody's everybody's celebrating and all of a sudden Vince comes out and says, Congratulations, you've won the championship if 
and out comes the man who just lost his Universal Championship earlier. Oh, barf. Brock Lesnar comes out, F5, 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 pin, WWE Championship. We'll see you Tuesday. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. That is some straight up beautiful Vince McMannery. That is... That, That's that, some McMannery of fucking the highest order. That is Vinception. That, that is beyond Vinception. If that happens, I will not watch WWE main of like uh, oh, main God, roster so until next WrestleMania. So we were talking oh, in God. between segments, and and we've de- we've determined that Vince McMahon is the Elizabeth Bathory of smart tears. Oh. He just bathes in a pool of them. Oh He's my. like, oh, you want joy? Give me your tears. Oh, God. That's oh, gross. Fuck. That's so gross. I'm sorry. Nick. I'm sorry for putting that. If you, I'm going to say apologize. this right now. Uh, if I don't get my job back on Heel Turn Radio, you're fired. Uh, I, I, may, wow. I, may, I may be slaughtered. The masses may riot. Oh, and, uh, One can hope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just remember, uh, remember me posthumously. That's all I, I will. We will. We will. We'll have the, we'll have the the Nick Memorial. Uh... That's a Lovecraftian ending. <laughs> yeah. That is literally like a mass suicide takes place oh, afterwards God. because we've looked into the eyes of the of the great old ones, and it is Vincent Kennedy McMahon eating a goddamn dry oh, steak burrito. Gross. 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 It is hellfire and brimstone. I hope that they put that belt on Seth Rollins. I hope Brock Lesnar goes away. Uh, so we've heard Nick's insidious Vinception plan. Um, King, your your call for Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston? Uh, it's gotta be Seth. Please, for the love of all this holy, Seth. And then... Um, <laughs> I, I think Kofi wins. I think we get that moment, and I think it's going to be... Yes. I think it's going to be beautiful. I really do. I hope so. And, I, and who better who better to be the guy that puts him over than Dana Bryan? Yeah. I, right. Yeah. To me, personally, I would love, for the first time in years, to cry watching WrestleMania because I'm happy. Probably. <laughs> I, I would not have been... Dan O'Brien was probably the last time where I was like emotional. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're 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 wrong. I'm not crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. But I was like, this is so good. Mostly, I'm just like, make it stop. How is there enough? How are there still five matches? It's already eleven thirty. Which I never have that problem with Wrestle Kingdom. Imagine that. Um, right. Yeah. Funny. Um, yeah. I don't understand why this is the case, but winner take all triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown's Women's Championship. You done Asuka dirty, done dirty, should be trending for the remainder of the year for for Asuka not being on this card. Ronda Rousey. Oh my god. The champion of Raw versus Charlotte Flair, the champion of SmackDown versus Becky Lynch. Is there any way that Becky Lynch does not walk out the man with both of these tag straps? Yeah. I it, don't think it. I think it. I think Becky wins. Yeah. But yes, I think there's absolutely a chance Vince. Vince looks at this and goes, "I gave you Seth. I gave you Kofi. God damn it, you're not getting Becky too." 
Yeah. You know, over my dead body, damn it. You know, I do think that there's absolutely a scenario where he swerves all of us, says kiss my ass, and has Rhonda. If that happens, five minutes. if that happens and the four horsewomen don't contribute to that and then the four horsewomen of NXT don't come out to have an all-out, like, brawl standoff at the end, what, what, do we riot? Can we, do we march to Titan Towers for as long as they will continue to be Titan Towers? Bring us the head of the beast! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I, just, I just think I, I curl up into the fetal position and cry for three days. I, that, that's my contribution. So I know I was going to say it earlier, and I, I kept my mouth shut. My feeling on is this: this is this is the Hogan must pose moment. This is our happy WrestleMania. This is our return of the Jedi WrestleMania. Really? Because we haven't had I, one in a while. I, we haven't had one since Brian won. This is the one where, at the end, somehow, some way. Charlotte and Becky both end up with belts. Really? Sasha, Bailey come out. Those four horsewomen in the show, standing in the ring, hugging. Everybody's got gold. Even if it's a triple threat. There's two belts involved. I know, but what I if could, they? I could see Becky giving Charlotte the, the SmackDown title back. Yeah, and basically I think, saying, I, mean, I don't think that's. I don't, yeah, I don't need this that's, anymore. If that's your end game. Yeah, I I would love that. I, I think that I, I do, I, I just, for some reason, I I think that they want this to be that crowning moment. And I think they want it to be their crowning moment where it's their talent. Yeah. Right. That did it. So sure. I would be very happy with that, to be completely honest. That would be, I do think, though, that if we go the route where somehow Becky gives Charlotte the, the SmackDown title or whatever, I think Becky loses some of her badass momentum. Yeah, you know that she's been carrying into this whole thing, yeah. but I think I don't know if it's a, an optics over reality kind of thing, yeah. where the optics of all four horsewomen holding a belt is more important. I mean, that's the I thing. Though. Than... If four of them are, if there's four of them, Becky can hold one in each hand, and Charlotte can hold her hand. The four of them could still technically be holding all the gold. What and if not they both? That works. What if they both get Ronda in a submission hold? And she taps out, and then they both. Oh, that'd be hot. Yeah, then yeah, because oh, yeah. this oh, is boy. what it all ends up being is they all use a submission hold or a variation of submission right. hold. So that I think if you get that, and then the referees just kind of give them each a belt. Yeah, I think that gives you something real interesting, and then you can separate those two on different shows. Yeah, which I think absolutely right. needs to happen. Yeah. Yes, agreed. And then they all come back to SummerSlam. Uh, they all come back together at SummerSlam together. Four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. There you go. I think we just booked out the next five months of uh, WWE TV. Yeah, so I think our job is done. Uh, this is obviously <laughs> going to be a two-parter at this point because, like every WrestleMania preview, we can't keep it uh, keep it under. So uh, if you're listening to this. It's Friday now. You've listened to the first part on Thursday. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, God bless you. Yeah, we hope that uh, we hope that you had a good time, Nick. We hope you had a good time. I, I, this was a this blast. Was so much fun. Awesome. Uh, let's get together. Uh, you know, we've been uh, we've been working on cooking up some uh, meet and greets for the summer. We should have you and Tim over. We'll talk some wrestling. We'll watch some wrestling. 
but thanks for everything that you guys are doing for the local wrestling scene. Yes. And thanks for coming on and, and uh, making the WrestleMania preview as long as uh, as it always is. As which... long as WrestleMania well, this... itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This has been um, an absolute blast. This is a, a typical undercard show, two hours plus. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, <laughs> for anybody that listens, they, they, they realize that, that, but I, I thank you guys for having me on. This has been something I've, we've been wanting to do for a long time. And, you know, uh, we can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to yeah. do it again. Um, Next time we'll we'll, uh, we'll make sure Tim's around and you know uh, available to, to chime in uh, and make it a four hour show. Yeah, um. <laughs> the four the four yeah, uh, guys. we're the the four podcasters <laughs> of the apocalypse. Yeah, no doubt. That's it. I I, I, I like it printed. That, that's a shirt right there. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Uh, so we'll be back shortly to preview the weekend in Mindy Wrestling. But for uh, Tim and the Undercard Podcast for your King Ginger, I'm the Beard. Uh, this has been our WrestleMania weekend preview. Uh, Vince Vinception. Yeah, Vince Stravaganza. <laughs> uh, we'll be back right after this. Get uh, it while your McManery is hot. <laughs> oh, good lord. Woof. Uh, stay safe out there. Don't let your eyeballs bleed. We'll be back after this. Yeah, I'm ready for the bright lights. Absolutely. If you do not want to sit at home and not shower for 72 hours, that's your own business. But if you want to get out, check out some shows locally, across the river, all over the great state of Minnesota. Have we got some shows for you? Tell me about those shows. Uh, how about Friday night? The future... What's that? It's still calling. It's, it's still calling. calling. It's for it's you. It's still call waiting. It's for you. Showtime Championship Happy birthday, Wrestling. Happy birthday, Absolutely. Hey, yeah, happy birthday, Josh Cleese. Back at the Eagles Airy, number 33 in beautiful St. Paul, Minnesota on Maria Avenue, a stat card. Come uh, for the wrestling, stay for the smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the March 1st event there at the Eagles Club had to be canceled due to snow emergency, but they added this back-to-back with uh, a show at the Metro. A great, great card, only 10 bucks. Remember, venues cash only. Let me run down and let me uh, get your thoughts, sir. You bring it and I will give you my thoughts. You thought it might never happen, but I'd like to tell you who's taking on the system, Paul Verk and Damon Spriggle in trio's action. It's none other than Ricky Norton, Riley Jackson. The firm is dead. And Kyle Pro. The firm is real dead. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm you hoping that there will be zero so, cayenne pepper in this it's one. It's so cooked. But it's still going to be hot, hot, You hot. can put ketchup on it. Oh, man. 
Uh, that is a crazy matchup that has all kinds of implications, as well as just a strange amount, or an odd amount of strange bedfellows. They will be facing off the following night at the Metro in Eau Claire, those three, in a triple threat match. Whew. Good friends, better enemies? Better enemies, better friends? The birthday boy knows how to put them together. No doubt. He knows how to book their matches. He knows how to, to, to build that intrigue. Uh... You're ma- you are a f- for ten bucks. You are a fool if you don't go just for that match. I think I think good, That's but great. it gets better. Joasa taking on Valentina Loca, uh, and Heather Reckless taking on Karanoia. Two fantastic matches featuring some phenomenal wrestlers right there. In my opinion, Showtime is carrying the the banner right now for bringing in um, female talent from across the Midwest. And getting them um, in front of the eyes and ears of um, kind of the local Minnesota independent scene. Um, first is is amazing at bringing in national talent who have a name. Mm-hmm. But um, Showtime is kind of where people build their rep. Um, and they're doing it again. I mean, what can Very you say? Very you, 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 can't, you can't do anything but be uh, awed and marvel at it. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but they're bringing in a special challenge for Heavy Metal Lore. Uh, Seishin, who has a prev- uh, 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 appeared previously for Showtime under a different moniker, uh, ran into Heavy Metal Lore in a multi-wrestler uh, match, and uh, she wants some more. She wants Oof, some more. She wants some more low. Yep. I don't know about that. Well, you know... I like these kind of matches. I do too. You you can make your name a lot of different ways, but I guess going after the biggest the biggest guy around is the best way to do it. And uh, no, there's no shame in sometimes having more guts than brains, but it uh, doesn't help if someone beats your brains out of your guts. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she does have a mask, so hopefully I'll keep the brains in. True. Uh, Shane Black, no relation, taking on Sebastian Taylor. Singles matchup here. That's an interesting matchup. Yeah. I mean... A little, bit, scene, of, little bit of Flippy Boy. Yeah, the scene's uh, been on a little bit of a, of a roll all over the place. He's mm-hmm. kind of establishing himself, Shane Black. Kind of that newer crop of, of young people coming out of the academy. But he's got a humongous upside. I'm really intrigued to see where that goes. Your, uh, your prediction? Whew. Do we see an upset here? You know what? I will say this. If Sebastian Taylor looks past Shane Black, he will lose this match. If he starts thinking ahead about other opportunities he has in, potentially in front of him, both in Showtime and other places, he will lose that match. Shane Black will just, and it won't be an upset. He'll just beat him. Fair. Uh, how about the main event? Giassi and Showtime heavyweight champion... Cal Creed taking on the team of El Anahel Dorado, Devon Monroe. Ah, uh, oh. Wow. That's the definition to me of of strength versus speed. It is. Although, don't sleep on Dorado's power. No. Dorado is terrifyingly powerful for a guy that isn't overly big. Yeah. Um, but Cal Creed is, pound for pound, one of the strongest human beings you're going to be around. 
Um, and he uses every bit of that strength to put his opponents in the worst possible situations. Now, the real question for me there is, can he keep up with Devon Monroe? It's a legitimate question, my friend. It is a fan- It is a fantastically interesting matchup. Well, it's going to carry over uh, to Saturday night. A lot of fantastic events. Uh, if you're in the Eau Claire area or up for a road trip, check out uh, Showtime at the Metro, April 6th at Eau Claire, or in Eau Claire. <laughs> Front row sold out already. You can still pick up those GA tickets. Another phenomenal uh, lineup. But uh, locally, a couple other shows on Saturday night. Um, we've got AWF presents Wilmer Mania. Um, $15 ringside tickets, $10 general admission. Uh, it's up at the Wilmer City Auditorium. We've got uh, JDX taking on Scott Story for the AWF title. Woo! Or more appropriately, Scott Story taking on JDX for the oh, AWF title. Man, Scott Story just looking to... Hoard gold, you know, just... He is the like Red a, Dragon. Yeah, he is of, a Red uh, Dragon. Local. Uh, Nathan he's, Edwards. He's the Schmaug. Yeah, Schmaug Daddy. Schmaug Daddy. Schmaug Boy Hours. Uh, Lil Nate, whoop, oh. whoop, taking on Petey Brown for the AWF TV title. Dang, nobody likes you, Petey. No, no, not anymore. That's what Paul Burke told me. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, is that a true story? It was Dang. all over the internet. Oh, man. Woo! Pity no one likes it. Uh, Big Slick Willie taking on Nick Nelson. Last man standing match. The that's, feud continues to intensify. That's, uh, man, Nick Nelson, again, in my opinion, one of the most underrated guys. Um, I think that it's simply the fact that he only really works in one one for one promotion. I think he'd be worked elsewhere. He works in Dakotas. A little bit. Uh, we get a chance to see Big Slick Willie under a different moniker elsewhere. Uh, he's continued to improve, and he is... Slick. Man, he is a big guy who can move, and he has some significant power. If he gets his hands on you, you're also, in a lot of trouble. hell of a hair flip. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Five moves and a hair flip. Crixus taking on Austin Arrow. That's a crazy matchup. Yeah. Um, hey. Warrior displaced from time. Yeah. Against, in my opinion, a guy who is a constantly on the rise you know who is the sky's the limit on Austin Arrow um yeah that's a that's an interesting matchup as well two more men making their return to AWF last week we saw one uh Mr. Wizard King and Mr. M.A.W. uh Orin Veidt, the Dark Prophet whatever you want to call him Mr. Moniker uh Mr. Moniker nickname Orin Veidt. Insert taking, nickname here. Taking on be, his T-shirt should be or invite. Insert nickname here. <laughs> Make it. Yeah, it just be a Velcro spot, and then he could sell the nicknames. That's nice. That's yeah, nice. Always thinking. Always thinking. Taking on a returning Chris Crow. Chris Crow, an AWF original, same class as or invite. Jake Savage coming back for Wilmer Mania. Uh, I believe uh, this will be. How do you say a very unique matchup? Every Orinvite match is a unique match. I mean, I think we've learned that over time. No doubt. No doubt. So uh, check out Wilmer Mania, AWF, uh, Saturday at 7 p.m. We've also got Pro Wrestling Entertainment is running that evening. Um, World War IV, it's their uh, anniversary show. 
Not a whole lot online about this except for a bombastic nuclear uh, <laughs> explosion of a uh, handbill. We've got heavy metal lore and uh, and Stonehenge, Black Plague there. Uh, hot Fire, Rob Justice. Always, always hot and always fiery. Uh, the Barking Spiders, The Mad Rush and Judge Jesse, Greg Hertz, Spider Baby, Patient X, Dirty Ernie, Damian Knight... Uh, back at the Junction Bowl and Isanti, doors open at 6, bell time also, 7 p.m. Uh, kids, $6, adults, $12. Uh, go out, su- uh, support the uh, Pro Wrestling Entertainment for their anniversary show. And then, hey, what are you doing before Mania? I mean, Mania starts, I think, on Friday, the pre-show. But I'll be with, with Casual Dog. Oh, so if you want to take a break from uh, the pre-show, you can head out... April 7th, Mania Sunday, 2 p.m. bell time, doors 1 p.m. at the Coon Rapids VFW. IWI will be uh, will be putting on a show there. Heavy Metal Lore, Spider Baby going one-on-one title for title? Whoa! Yeah. Not yeah. fooling around. No fooling around. That guy Patrick McDaniels, Bruce Rogers in for that one. Uh, the IWI Tag Team Champions, AC Riley and Devlin Kane. The Living Horror, Damien Graves making his return. Limitless Zach Neo on that one. $12 for adults, $8 for kids. Coon Rapids, VFW. While you're taking a break from all of the frivolity of the Mania Weekend, don't forget to go out there and support your local independent scene. Indeed. Our thanks go out to Nick from the Undercard Pod uh, podcast and everybody else that has chatted with us about the wonderful weekend coming up. We're open to have... A little surprise for y'all, doing a little debrief from the Mania Weekend with some of our correspondents from over the years. Some new faces, some uh, old favorites. This has been Heel Turn Radio. It has. A very special episode celebrating all that is wrestling. Go out, find your flavor, and get two scoops. Oh, well, yeah. Also go to Dairy Queen because they have orange drinks, oh, dip cones, and they're so good. Just go get one. They're the, devil. They're the best. Oh my god, do it. Or bring me a butterscotch one. <laughs>